0: No naughty, no punish, no garbage day, and absolutely nothing nice about it. But hey, it's got telepathy and a mute Bill Moseley. We watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. We watch it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, and all the other stuff out there that you celebrate. Who knows, whatever it is you do, you be you guys. Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, is my, my, my Rudolph to my Santa, my Frosty to my I ran over hottie things already. Fuck it. Miss Aaron Southers is here already. Merry Christmas and
1: happy Hanukkah. The first day of Hanukkah is today as of recording.
0: Did I forget I went to Kwanzaa over Hanukkah. It's okay. <laughs> Meh. It's okay. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah. Uh, it Christmas is days away now. Uh so we're, you know, just... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're squeaking one
1: in before Christmas. Uh last week I know we got Snowden.
0: Yeah, last week, guys, if you listened to the, the ending of our the, our last episode, we talked about how the next episode was supposed to be a Black Christmas kind of face-off showdown uh, comparison uh, of the remake, the 2006 remake and the original, because the newest remake had, had just come out theaters. Friday so 13th, could, yeah. Friday 13th, but... Uh, the snow apocalypse hit St. Louis and the weather, we just were we got snowed in for like two days and
1: Yeah, if we get over three inches we're screwed. Yeah. So we got seven. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, so we were unable to do it. And um then due to some personal stuff in Aaron's life, we were unable to uh he was unable to have time to to get to it and, and make up for it. So we just basically had to cut it and we're doing Silent Night, Deadly Night Three, Better Watch Out. Uh, it's kind of, which continuing our tradition, we've done the first two, so you can go back and if you want, check out our reviews and our, our takes on the first two and our, our archives. Uh, so this has become a Christmas tradition here at Horrible Horror. Yeah. It's a Saturday Night, Deadly Night movie, uh, and in, in the spirit of Christmas and, and giving, uh, it, since Aaron loves the holiday, the holiday season so much, I and, do. and he I loves do. these movies, uh, this is going to be an Aaron episode. I am giving the reins over to Aaron. The reins to the sleigh goes to Aaron today. Um, he's looking really confused, like he doesn't know that was a thing. All right, so uh, we just took a little
1: break. I did not know that was a thing.
0: Um, apparently, a while ago, I had told Aaron, hey, you love these movies so much, I'm going to give you the range to this and let you run the decide Night Deadly Night uh, mo- episode because you love the holiday movies so much. And uh, apparently... He didn't realize. I guess somehow he missed that. And zoom. flew over the head. Did not prepare not one, for this episode. Not one note. And because I was under the impression he, you know, was a normal person and would read text messages <laughs> and get that. Uh, I did not prepare my normal notes for this episode. So what we're going to do is do our best to free ball this one sure. we're gonna talk about it's not gonna be a normal episode in as detailed and uh in depth in depth or as long as normal because there's no way we're gonna be able to stretch it out that long and remember (laughs) everything about this movie um so with that said We'll see how this goes. Uh, I do have our normal, um, my normal opening and closing notes, uh, like I always do. But something between the meat and the potatoes is going to be real thin this week. Um, so we'll, we'll, just, we'll see how this goes. So, Silent Night, Deadly Night uh, 3 was released straight to video on November 9th of 1989. Which is crazy, because that's the same year that Elves came out. Really? Yeah, Elves yeah. was 1980, I remember we talked about it. It looked yeah. more like 82 than 89. yeah. yeah, yeah. So both came out the same year. Uh, this one definitely looks more '89 and feel and is more and feels uh, of fashion. You're just and about to get to the '90s. Yeah, yeah. But this was like in mm, right there yeah. in that that current, I guess. Whereas elves looked like it was like a decade behind right, right. when it came to the clothing and, and the fashion. Uh, for some that's released in the same year, that's just that's really funny and odd, I think. Uh, this movie is d- written by Rex Wiener, Monte Hellman, and Arthur Gorson. Directed by Monte Hellman as well. Um finding this is a challenge. It is not streaming really anywhere. It, you can find it on Voodoo. Voodoo. If, you, if yes. you have a Voodoo account, it uh it I think all of them they're like three, four, and five are all there streaming. That's the only place you can do it. Otherwise you have to buy it on disc. So I hooked um, up
1: my voodoo account because I I mean I have the Voodoo channel on my Roku, but I was like, okay, let me activate my account. You don't have to pay for anything. Yeah. Uh, so, what you do is you rent movies from there for a cheaper price or watch things for free with commercials. Kind of like Tubi.
0: Okay. So, I've never used it. Um, So, uh, other than, like, like, when you get, like, a, like the digital copies of stuff and, like, I put in the code. and Like, for some reason, like, my seasons of Big Bang Theory, like, don't show up on, like, my Amazon account. Like, everything else, my movies, anywhere, they only show up on, like, Vudu. You, so watch, right.
1: you watch the Big Bang Theory? Love Big
0: Bang Theory. Ooh. Um, oh, shove it. Um, but anyway, I actually bought this on disc like last year so we could do it. I uh, didn't realize it was now streaming on Voodoo, so, but who knows? Um, so, yeah, it's not the easiest one to find. Uh, the cast, we're going to talk about a few people in the cast. Uh, our lead girl, Laura, is played by Samantha Scully. She's only got four credits to her name uh, because, well, after this movie, you kind of understand why.
1: Wasn't one of them Mulholland Drive, though? No. Uh, you're wrong person. Uh, she was,
0: she, Laura, Samantha Scully was in best of the best though. 1989. Sweet. Um, she was also in silent night, dead night Four: initiation in 1990, but, but was uncredited. So I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm guessing it's by like archive footage or something. probably. Um, and then a movie called Bloodsuckers in 97. And that was it. Uh, then we have Jerry who that's played by celebrated and accomplished actress, Laura Haring. Uh, 64 crafts, including Love in the Age of Cholera, Gossip Girl, NCIS, Lo- NCIS Los Angeles, The Shield, General Hospital. She was in the 2004 Thomas Jane Punisher movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, but she's most famous and oh, like awarded and critically acclaimed for her role as Rita in David Lynch's film Mulholland Drive, where she was also recently voted, which the movie was recently voted as the best film of the 21st century in multiple <laughs> polls. Jesus. And Roger Ebert compared... Uh, her, Laura Haring, to legend screen legend Rita Hayworth at that point, so um, interesting Uh, Dr. Newberry, the uh, psychiatrist psychologist, or psychiatrist whichever one, uh, is played by Richard Beamer, Uh, 63 credits to his name, including West Side Story, the original and 2017 remake slash revisit of Twin Peaks he's also in uh, Star Trek Deep, Deep Space Nine and the Diary of Anne Frank Ben Horn from Twin Peaks Right when I saw him, I'm like, oh, Ben Horn, all right. See, I'm glad you know, because I never actually, I keep mean I never watched the show originally. I know now that, like, streaming and stuff, I keep meaning to go back and watch it. But I just, I keep finding other stuff, I get—I like, keep getting distracted and never actually yeah, get if you, Twin Yeah, if piece. you come and watch it now, like, the first two
1: seasons are from 93. Yeah. So, you know, you're taking a big step back in technology and film quality. And, oh, yeah. You know, just what, what's but going just, on. Yeah,
0: but but still, story is story. And if it's a good yeah, story, it's, and people, it's good. And people it's still weird. talk about it. So, it's yeah. weird.
1: Um, Definitely weird.
0: And speaking of Twin Peaks, we have uh, Chris played by Alec DeRee. Leo. Uh, yes, Leo Johnson on Twin Peaks and all of its spinoffs yep. as well. He's also in Starship Troopers. Uh, Lieutenant Conley is played by the one Mr. Robert Culp. This fucker's got 171 credits. Um, more, some interesting stuff, though. Because he was in Greatest American Hero, the original I Spy TV show, Outer Limits. Um, but two fun. he plays a lot of cops and so detectives. But two fun credits we're going to mention. Here's one. He was the voice of the narrator in Eminem's hit song, Guilty Conscience. So that was him. Okay, like uh, Grady just finished his job at the
1: the graveyard shift. And he comes home to find someone fucking his wife. Yeah, what does he do? Yeah, Yeah, that's that's him.
0: And he was the grandfather in what has become basically one of Aaron's all-time favorite Christmas horror movies. Santa's Slay with Bill Goldberg. Boom! That's grandpa. Yep, he's Sweet. grandpa. Uh and then lastly, Ricky, uh, who is the you know, the guy from Side Night Day Night 2. And uh is played by Bill Mosley, who
1: We all know Bill Mosley. Yeah,
0: but I, I we're gonna talk about when we get to the fuck. that's all and that's all I'm gonna mention about the cast. The rest of the stuff will come later when we try to f bumfuck our way through this review without our notes. Um so, I do remember the movie opening on like a serene, like close-up of our of Lord, our main girl Laura sleeping in like a, a all white, like it's like a completely white room. It like it's almost looking like it's some like out of like a high, high, high uh. What's the the time chamber in Dragon Ball Z or something like that? Hyperbaric Chamber, something like something that. Something like that, but I mean but yeah, but like they know in Dragon Ball Z they go into that, that yeah. weird training so, thing. And it's like just an all-white void. All that's white what void, it looks like. Yeah,
1: it's just it's just a big white void. You see yeah. it a lot in like like the Matrix, right? Before they launched all the programs, they were in this white void. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something like yeah. Um and she's laying down, hooked up to like all these electrodes. And um basically we find out that she is her brain. Is being linked to the comatose brain of our killer Ricky, Mm the Bill Mosley. So, this is supposed to be Ricky from number two. Yes, this is supposed to be
1: Ricky from number two. Yes. Well known, well documented,
0: garbage day. Yes.
1: Muscular, weird Ricky.
0: Yeah. And now it's a skinny Bill Mosley who looks like he's 10 years older than Ricky. (sighs) was in the last movie um and we're gonna let's just talk about this right now because it's one of the most ridiculous things i've ever seen in a horror movie uh and i i it's never really explained that i can remember at least about my notes but (laughs) bill mosley wears a fucking sci-fi fishbowl on his head to cover his exposed brain and does, it has, like, water sloshing around it, I guess, to keep his brain wet. They did a complete craniotomy, took off the entire
1: top of yes. the skull, and screwed in, like, bolts of this bowl, like you yeah. said, like, half bowl, covering his brain, and it's exposed, and there's blinking lights yeah, on it. that's the
0: even weird thing. Like, I, I okay. <sighs> All right, so he's got, this, like, this glass bowl or plastic, where the fuck it's supposed to be, on his head to protect his brain. All right, but why the fuck does it have, like, an antenna and, like, flashing lights and a battery pack on it? Like, what is this thing powering? Maybe you can what drive them. What is it them. doing? Maybe you can drive them. I would, yeah. I would <laughs> love if there's something, like, some back room somewhere. Just, like, a little remote. Like a video game like remote he's control. A drone, yeah. Like, a drone. Like, a drone going around <laughs> killing people with Ricky as a drone. <laughs> that would make it so much more of an interesting movie. Yes, it would. That would be awesome. Like, <laughs> I could get behind that in a weird, if they did a, if they halfway explained it somewhere, yeah. i am like, Okay, I'm on board, because that would be so much better than this shit. I like that idea way better. <laughs> that's it. Podcast over. We're, a, we're, we're, we're writing We're writing this down. We're redoing it. Yeah. That's it. We're not even going to talk about the rest of the movie, because that's how we're going to choose to think this goes. Um, so, yeah, yeah it, it looks, it's the most ridiculous looks, thing. I can't, I can't overstate how ridiculous this thing looks. It, it's, it's got a flashing like light on the back of this battery pack that has antenna on it. And I just don't like one, and he never loses power. This thing never like it never powers like. And but what is it powering? It's not like there's gears turning or something like or like a like a like a, like, uh, like, um, like tanks on like you know something where yeah. he needs. It's just it's no, there's no reason for this thing whatsoever. And what makes it even more confusing, if you really want to go for continuity, not yeah the fact that they change actors between two and now it's Bill Mosley, but the end of number two. Billy dies quote-unquote by getting shot to death in the chest in the
1: chest yeah he gets shot a bunch with with like handguns and then someone shoots him with the like a shotgun knocks him through the window yeah and he even turns the screen and smiles at the end when you hear sister Mary screaming
0: yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. I think he gets shot out of like her diner window or something like that and so basically he's like there's oh he's in a cone with all his brain damage and like Brain trauma. Like he, there, he never had any brain trauma. He yeah, wasn't shot in the head. He wasn't bludgeoned over the head. There's no reason he. There's nothing at all that re, why he would be in a coma with brain damage and have to have his head cut like, cut open and like just don't <laughs> put on. It's fucking bullshit. It's the stupidest fucking thing. It's pretty bananas. Yeah. it's pretty bananas. It, whoever yeah. thought this up was smoking something. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, they weren't smoking anything good. No, not good. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's
1: he's there in the lab also. He's yeah. like on a different side. He's in a,
0: he's like in the other, another room. Yeah. Like, she's in a one room, and then like there's like a window, mirrored
1: glass, mirrored glass, yeah. and he's on
0: the other side. He's also hooked up to a machine that he's been comatose for ten years, or I don't even know, know if
1: it's been ten years, whatever it was. But whatever, yeah. And so, and in comes Ben Horn uh, from <laughs> Twin Peaks. The doctor comes in, and he's. You know, he wakes up, the girl wakes up screaming. She has like,
0: wait, is that Ben Horn? Yeah. That doctor? Yeah. Okay. So it's not the psychiatrist we no. see later then. Mm-mm. Cause that's another doctor in the movie. Okay.
1: Uh, he's got the glasses. He's the main character. The doctor. main doctor. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's now I mean. for, forget what I said when I was going through the castle Cause I said something about it was a psychiatrist oh, or something. Oh, like whatever. That. But anyway, uh, he comes in and he, he's asking her, what did you
1: see? What did you see? Um, and she's talking about, you know, oh, I saw Santa. But she doesn't really go into it. But what they did before this scene is they showed her looking at Ricky's dreams and they're replaying stock footage from Silent Night,
0: Deadly from Night 1. From movie. the first movie. I'm like, I'm like, oh, god damn it, again! Again! <laughs> again it's the same footage from number one. I'm like, Jesus. They're showing the Santa Claus kill
1: the Billy family. and Ricky's family. Yeah. And they keep showing Billy, who yeah. was the killer in the first Silent Night, yeah. Deadly Night. And they keep showing him, like,
0: ah, 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 looking traumatized. in the first one, Ricky is, like, an infant. He, He's, yeah. like, three months old. Right. Which was one of my biggest gripes in the second, when we did the second because, like, as a, he would have no memories of this whatsoever. Even the doctor at number two said that. Yeah. He's like,
1: but I was there. Yeah,
0: like, no, you weren't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what, you kill me? Doc? Are you calling me? Craig? Like, oh, my God, the Ricky impression. Oh. It's beautiful. And I thought that movie was bad. And it is bad. But compared to this one, I would go back and watch number two a million, a million, times, million times before watching this thing yeah. again. So, yeah, she used to have me dreams of visions of Billy watching like Ricky. Ricky's, yeah, Ricky's dreams, dream. which is really are of Billy's memory. So, that's <laughs> right. really fucking confusing. It makes no sense. So, it, But she
1: just says Santa. And then the guy starts like going, What else? What else? He goes,
0: Nothing else. And like, <laughs> are you
1: fucking kidding me? You just saw him like Santa rip open some girl's like shirt. Titties out, slitting throats, shooting down dads, chasing kids into the wilderness.
0: Just saw Santa. Yeah. No bigs. Yeah. So <sighs> and it, so the the this we'll call it session of uh, the experiment comes to an end. They get her up and basically the, one of the big reveals is that we find out that Samantha not Samantha, Laura, played by Samantha, is blind. <sighs> she is a blind bum, girl. Bum bum. So now we have a blind girl who's telepathically linked to a comatose serial killer. Uh, yeah, that yeah, you, you nailed it. That's that's the premise. So basically the session ends and she ends up going out to like the, the, the lobby of the hospital right. to wait for her brother to pick her up. And she has a conversation with the nurse at the front desk who is a bitch for no reason. None. Like no reason whatsoever. I mean, she's, she's and, and a blind lady. She's got her
1: cane out, and she says, "You know, can you let me know when a red jeep pulls up?" Like, That's what, my brother. Uh, yeah. yeah, and she's
0: like, "She's hey. like, bitch, I'm busy. Take <laughs> like, hey, do it yourself." It's like, like, uh, I, she's like, "I'm blind. I can't see the jeep." But, but this lady is just a bitch for no reason whatsoever. Horrible person. Yeah. Um. So. Laura ends up like taking taking a seat on the bench, but as she walks away, she's like bitch. She actually calls her a yeah. bitch. Um But speaking a bitch though, Laura It's kind of a bitch. It's also too. a bitch too. Yeah, in the movie. Like for, for somebody who's supposed to be our main girl that we're supposed to care about so and like supposed to like and, so, and like being blind, oh she's handicapped and you know and or you know, we're supposed to be sympathetic nah. and she's a fucking surly bitch. But, like <laughs> why would anybody like wanna be around or like why do we wanna like this character? Like, yeah, okay, you're blind, maybe you're bitter over being blind, or you're like, maybe they took it to something like, we don't want people to feel sorry for her, because she's not a helpless blind person, so let's make give her some attitude, but if that's the case, they went too far, because she just comes off as very unlikable, and you don't care about her yeah she all. Yeah,
1: she isn't very likable at all. Actually, I don't think anybody in this whole movie is. Um, Probably. Lord. Maybe grandma. You know, that's Maybe, about it. Uh,
0: the girlfriend isn't bad. I don't see anything wrong. I don't remember. That's anything true wrong too. With her. Yeah, there's something uh, wrong with her. The boyfriend's girlfriend is by. Uh, so anyway, Laura goes and sits down on this bench to wait, and she falls asleep. She falls asleep, As and now a, she it turns out to be what was going to happen is is a dream. She has a dream, of waking up, going over to the counter, and finding the nurse dead. Right, throat and, slit, and dead. throat slit, covered in blood. She screams, and she wakes up back in the. Now, is uh, this when
1: they cut over to Ricky, who's still comatose, and his hands start fluttering? I think so. Yeah, and so he's, when she has this dream, he starts to kind of flutter out of his comatose state. Yes. You know, we got to have him get up sometime.
0: <laughs> um. So, then the brother shows up, and this guy is that awesome hair. looking. That hair is oh, cool. Oh, he crazy. is a golden lion of a hunk. He looks like a denim
1: clad lion of a man. (laughs) Playing bass in Jesus Jones.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the 90s nugget there for you. Man perm wavy curly hair permed up in in his denim clad head to toe. Like he is a sight to behold. Uh, So he pulls up picks up the girl picks up Laura with and and him, I believe with to his new girlfriend jerry I yes think, i yeah. think she's there when they pick her up from the hospital um and of course laura is i'm a bitch off the bat yeah, to so jerry. I, for I no reason I,
1: I remember this line because she comes so she comes to uh the blind girl and says oh hi you know chris has told me so much about you i hear you're psychic and she goes yeah i heard he said you give good blow jobs like, <laughs> it's
0: like yeah like what the fuck? <laughs> like this is the like there's no reason like why would you hate this girl you just met her like, is she secretly in love with her brother? Jealous of her brother for having a boyfriend? Like, for getting like, better blowjobs? Who knows? Like, her attitude and bitchiness is so unwarranted. It comes out of nowhere. It, it's like I said, it's off putting and makes you really not like our main character. Laura coming in hot. It comes in super <laughs> hot. Um. So they get off and they they, they drive away. And uh, as she, uh, uh, the bitchy nurse is like, you know, have a merry Christmas or Happy Holiday or something like that. And, and she's like. And, and, and Laura says something like, like not for you. It's not going to be your, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, I know you're going to get killed, bitch. Or like, <laughs> I don't know She makes make. Some, some <laughs> RAS remark and they drive away. Um, I'm I, sorry guys I know we're gonna end up skipping so much of this movie yeah
1: I think at this point that's when Bill Moseley comes alive I can't
0: remember when 100% he comes alive there's
1: a drunk Santa who's walking through the hospital yeah he's like oh ho ho hey what's up doctor alright yeah he's
0: like the nice who's visiting yeah. kids or something yeah, like that yeah he's visiting
1: but, kids visiting people but he's drunk <laughs> and, he, and he sneaks off into a room which of course Ricky happens to be in he's like and he's looking at his chart he's like comatose huh
0: Then I guess you don't mind me having a drink and he's drinking booze and, the, and 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 he he says some smart ass yeah. things to, to to Ricky about you know like some you some, want to drink buddy you can't ha <laughs> ha look at you you're in a coma yeah, zing zing it's not yeah. really big. Teases him a little bit, like light but it's not that bad.
1: But when Ricky stirs and opens his eyes, he sees Santa. And that Santa triggers his rage <sighs> and all this shit. He doesn't say punish, doesn't say naughty. He, he just, says nothing. He, he just kind of gurgles. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> gets up, kills the Santa. Again, we don't see how. No, you don't see how. You just hear, oh, no, you're a big fella. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Side so note, that Santa was played by director Monty Hellman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um. So he kill Santa, takes a Santa suit, I think, and I don't even remember if he takes no, a Santa suit. No, no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Not no, listen, he doesn't. He just kills him. Kills him and leaves. He's and walking they, around with his fucking butt flaps hanging yes, out. He yeah, is, that's right. And in, a in hospital gown. Scrub, pant, scrub pants and no, a gown. No, not even pants. He's not pants. He's just a fucking gown. Uh, I thought he was And slipped, had pants. like shitty slippers. He had the slippers. Yeah. Um,. And then he kills the nurse at the front desk. He kills her thrilled, or stabs with scissors. Again, or something.
1: off-screen kill. He just comes over to her. She's like, "Can I help you?" Uh, and she and then like, she screams. Yeah. And they cut back to her, and she's got the
0: the s- blood already, bloody yeah. throat. And he just leaves the hospital. To which case, he later gets picked up by a hitchhiker. He hitchhikes, and some asshole picks this fucker up. I'm sorry. I if you're driving down the highway and you see a guy in a hospital gown with his ass hanging out with slivers. His brain exposed, wearing a fishbowl over his head with Blight's <laughs> battery on top of it, walking like a zombie. Yeah, just that's sh- how Bill Moseley he's walks. Shuffling the like he's shuffling like he's. Like original yeah. George Romero, black and white, Night of the Living Dead zombie. Yes. That's his movement. You don't pick that fucker up on the side of the road. And the fact that he's got blood on his hands from murdering two people. That looks like a guy I want to pick up. Yeah, but nope, this guy's like, hey, come on, man. It's the holidays. How's it going? I'm <laughs> going up here? My wife's been on my back. Oh, boy. Oh, howdy, dog, Shut your darn. <laughs> Yeah, he's dead now. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, just, he's dead fuck. next. He's dead. And again, off-screen it's kill. screen So, from here on out, the movie gets, gets real slow. I do remember that. It's, it's a slow movie from from basically the main 45 minutes of the, that right. middle part of it is slow. Uh, there's some parts where we see uh, Laura... And it's like a, her shrink counters office talking about all this shit and being psychic and blind. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. It, it drags on. And at one point her, she has a, she, I guess she falls asleep in the middle of her counseling session because the shrink then turns into bill Mosley in the chair. Who's like, you know, he does it. He like, spins around in the chair and face like it's just like, ah! and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's like, Ugh. and speaking of the screams, there's a
1: lot of screaming in this movie. Yeah. And it's always like, They just get a tight shot of the actress's face and just, and she just takes a deep breath and screams like every time there's a scream. It's not like organic. It's always okay. Tight cut shot and
0: go Ah! (laughs) like every, and it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, at some point, we end up. We do. We meet Robert Culp, the detective, who's I guess uh, been called in a the case of the murder at the, yeah, of the he, hospital. He's talking and with he starts, uh,
1: Ben Horn, the doctor. Yeah,
0: they start. He, he becomes, I guess, the George or the Sam Loomis. Uh, you know the of right? This, yeah, this movie, yeah. The Hunt down Billy. Um, let's see, Ricky, not Billy. I keep saying yeah, <laughs> Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Well, I think it's Billy. I got Black Christmas on mine, too, and that it's Billy in that one oh, too. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um. At least in the first two. I haven't seen the newest, newest one. Um, so now we're into... We, so Robert Culp's on the case. He, he's trying to track down Ricky. And uh, the, the so... The whole time... Uh, Laura, Laura, Jerry, the girlfriend, and the brother are driving. They're going, supposed to go out to their granny's, granny's house. house for Christmas. For the holidays. But somehow... Billy... Ricky. Sorry. Ricky. (laughs) Fuck. Ricky somehow beats them there. Gets there first. I don't know how that's even possible in fact, they left the hospital way before they did. And as far as this, well, I guess they didn't go
1: straight from the hospital because there's all that shit in between. Yeah, they stop at a gas station, but they just call. But then
0: where's that shit with the the psychiatrist? Was that like, is that supposed to be before the experiments in the opening? Because when would that
1: happen? I don't know.
0: Because if they went from the hospital straight to grandma's and all that shit with this, that we see in the middle with the shrink...
1: Maybe she was remembering
0: it. Who maybe, knows? I, who fucking knows? Yeah. Um. Anyway, Billy beats him there. Grandma, again... Okay, Billy, comatose <sighs> brain tarred here, tries to cover... He's wearing, like, the guy... You know, the, the guy who picked him up, like, his clothes now. More, like, denim dicky Yeah, he's, he's wearing... From. He looks like a bum. He looks like he a looks bum. He looks like but, a bum. But... <laughs> he does try to cover up his fish dome enough to, with a like a stocky skullcap, and it's like sticking with a, out on with the side. like one of those knit knit hats, and <laughs> it's like he's it's barely even on. Like it's just tilted on. It's, it might as well be like the hat BC wears in Oz, if anybody knows that reference, because <laughs> it's barely on this thing. And you just you see this giant plastic dome sticking out with metal rims, and his, his, brain, sticking his out, brain sticking out, sticking out from underneath his hat. And, and Grandma almost like. Hey! How Merry you do? Christmas. Doesn't just acts like this is normal. Like this guy with a brain sticking out is completely normal. Are you cold? Come, cold? come on in. He's basically drooling out the side of his mouth. Yeah, his he's... face is all. Why is... again? Why is his face all deformed too on the one side? Again, no actually Never gets no facial damage in the previous movie either for him to be all scarred up, but he is. Billy doesn't even say anything. He just kind of, Ricky, God damn it. Ricky! <laughs> is just like, Ugh. yeah. And she's just like, come drool. on in out of the cold. Let me let me feed you a feast. Come on to the warm side of come the door. Of the warm, yeah, and let me feed you. So she serves, like feeds him like a three course meal. He just sits there Ugh, the uh, whole dude. time. <laughs> then she like she gets up, goes over to him and starts talking to him, like staying like right next to him. And he just kind of looks up at her goes, Ugh, and then gives a little bit of a smile. <laughs> kills her. She's well, dead.
1: <laughs> they have the scene where he he goes over to the like China Hutch and there's pictures there, and he finds a picture of Laura and he starts like petting at it. Oh yeah, you know. And then uh, you know, she goes, "Oh, that's my that's my granddaughter, Laura. She's on her way here. Let me go see if there's a present for you." And she goes over to the tree, which is loaded with presents, and yeah. pulls out a red wrapped present. Yes, it's wrapped right. in red, and he sees the red, and he's like, oh, oh, "Red bad, fire man must oh. kill."
0: <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: Now it's funny you said fire bat, yeah. because there are <laughs> elements of like it definitely borrows from oh, Frankenstein. <laughs> totally borrows from Frankenstein, and this going to grandmother's house. It's borrowing from like R- Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's over like, to grandma's
0: house we go. I'm just he's I'm, the wolf.
1: I'm yes. I'm getting I'm getting Frankenstein up the ass. The and most I'm getting unimaginative Red. writing and,
0: <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. Like, let's combine Red Riding Hood, Frankenstein, and fucking. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. So, and, and, oh, and that's throwing, you know, some tele- some telepathy as well. Which, other than the psychic link, doesn't really come into play. Um, So, <laughs> I guess that's how you make the argument like how he would know where Grandma's house is. But really, they don't even explain that like in, in depth. Like, how would he know where Grandma's is? How does he get there? Psychic like, link, baby. Psychic link. But she's not there. Like, if she was there and she was, he was found her like she was like a homie beacon, like a, like a GPS ping, and and she was already there. And, and that's what, that would, i oh, maybe I'm kind of by that, yeah. but she's not even there at this point. But he beats them there and is like, well, I don't know. It's fucking
1: Ugh. frustrating. It's,
0: yeah, I, I stopped myself from saying a word. Which um, Jan- Janoris Jenkins got fired for. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> grandma's dead. The uh, the manhunt continues. More boring shit goes on. It's dragging on. blah, 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 blah,
1: Yeah, and that's when Chris and the, the group arrives to Granny's house.
0: Yes, our main three characters finally show up to Grandma's house. So we
1: have Laura, girlfriend, and boyfriend. Jerry and you know, Chris. Yeah. Jerry
0: is the girlfriend. Chris, the brother, and, and Laura. Yeah, they all arrive, and... Laura's still being kind of bitchy. Still like, a bitch. She doesn't want to do anything with Jerry. She's like very standoffish. She's like, what? And Jerry's being nothing but pleasant and sweet and like, like so like, hey, that you know, it's so, it's so nice. She's to, trying meet to be you. so friendly. And like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And she's like, bitch.
1: So they go into Granny's house and Granny's not there. Yes. They can't find Granny, but the place looks good. It looks doesn't good. look like yeah. anything's turned over. They doesn't look like there's anything untoward. Exactly. So they're walking through. They're turning off the burners on the stove because they're still they were still cooking, and they don't seem too concerned. No, they're just kind of like, eh, where's Granny? Yeah. Well, she'll probably turn up. They're so they're so not worried about this. The girlfriend just pops up into the bathroom yeah, and decides she's like, to take I'm, a tub, exactly. like take a bath. Take a bath. She you makes herself feel... really comfortable, the really brother, fast. Yeah,
0: the brother remembers. Oh, sure, i was supposed to pick up eggs or milk or something. Yeah. Like Grant, because there was a phone conversation briefly about that. But yeah, girl Jerry just goes upstairs like it's her room like it's her own house and just takes yeah. a bath. Um Laura broods and bees Laura. Yeah, she sits down cares? and huff, puff huffs and puffs. Uh, yeah, who cares? Chris is just being Chris and d- dipping around. Um You do see uh Laura or Jerry, you see some phone nudity there. He gets a nice ass, and you know, see yeah, she tub.
1: gets naked in the tub. Chris joins her. Chris there's, joins there's her a, in the tub. There's a, a very endearing, yeah. You know, cute little scene between Chris and Jerry scrubbing a, each other's backs, which and, just
0: looks. I know it's but man, to me, I was like that looks so uncomfortable. Man, they're so I, they're these. It's a small tub, and Chris isn't the smallest. He's guy. a big dude. He's solidly built, but like. And he's just crammed in there, and of course, it's like it's old top, so like all the faucets, like I just, are just, you can see, there's like jamming him in the back. back. Just, like, that can't be comfortable. Um, but anyway, so that good happens. on him, man. Yeah, good, good on. on him. Um, so, oh, god damn, what else is going
1: on? <laughs> uh, she, the 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 cop and psychiatrist are driving there. They're bitching back and forth some more. Well,
0: not the psychiatrist. The, is he the same? is the, do- it the same doctor?
1: It's the doctor, Ben Horn. Ben Horn. Twin Peaks. Am I and
0: yeah, but I wonder if he's a psychiatrist too, or and that she talks to in the memory, or if it's two different doctors. I don't
1: know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah,
0: but maybe it could be like that's just like his. But office, and then this, he goes, I don't know. Fuck it. It's but,
1: Ben Horn. They're he's driving with Richard the yeah. he's he's driving with the the cop, and you know he's like I, I'm a man of science. You know I'm. Don't please don't kill him. I need to study him. He's and the other guy's oh. like, no, I I'm going to kill him as soon as I see him.
0: Yeah, they, they kind of go back and forth. They like, they're in the car for a while. There's a couple of different. It's scenes. It's a longer scene. But one of the time, the best scene, the best Richard Culp dialogue in this movie, I found it, it's so stupid, but it's really the the best is when he he start they talk start talking about a car phone. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got to get one of these. Like, <laughs> it, it's like, it's the greatest thing and blah, blah, blah. But there's this problem. And the doctor's like, shut the fuck up. Or, I don't care about your car phone. And, and Cope's like, no, man, a car phone's a great and Like, It's actually the only, like, good kind of entertaining scene in, in the whole movie. That's
1: harsh to say. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, it really is. So, um. There's, also, there's I sh- that. I should say that. I um, also should have said earlier, but, um. Uh, Laura, even though she's a, she's a pretty girl, she's a good-looking yeah. girl. But it's but it's weird because her and Jerry, some, Laura and Jerry looks very similar. They do. Like there's times when like you almost like you forget which one's which because they're so similar. They look like they could be real-life sisters. Yeah, and they're, and they're think, both
1: wearing mom jeans. Yeah. One's wearing like a black blazer. The other one's wearing like a dark brown blazer. Yeah. So it's and hard to tell have them like, apart. Shorter length or slightly dark longer hair. Dark
0: hair. They. Facial features are very similar. It's like, like if damn. Laura's not
1: holding her fucking cane, yeah. her blind cane, yeah. like it's, it's some, yeah, same thing. Very like, similar. Like you, you,
0: maybe they do a little bit better job of maybe distinguishing them physically from each other. Like maybe one's blonde or give or one glasses. Or just a better outfit. Or different diff- outfits. Like, something, yeah. something to distinguish them a little bit more from each other. So, uh, at one point, I'm try- God, this is where it gets confusing because we're, we're skipping basically skip to the end of this shit. Um, yeah. So Ben Horn, when he's talking with the when the psychiatrist
1: is talking with the cop, the cop's like, "I got a piss," and he goes out to go take a piss. And the psychiatrist steals the car because he doesn't want him to kill Ricky. He wants to try yeah, and catch Ricky, right. so he leaves the cop behind, yeah. stranded. He steals the car. Totally goes, he goes off right. to find.
0: I'm trying to remember though yeah. what happens to Chris. Like the order of things happen. So he, okay, okay, we're gonna get this out of order, and we're just gonna talk about yeah. this. So, the the psychiatrist. We'll cover him first. He gets to the farm ranch house. I think it's like a ranch. I think they actually grow like oranges or something in California, like an orange ranch. It's like, and if you're a local here in St. Louis, it's like an Eckert's farm, maybe only for oranges. I orange think. Grove, Orange yeah. Grove, or some ranch or something like that. And he gets there, finds Ricky. I want said say Billy. Ricky, like just. Walking around out by a barn or something like that. No,
1: that's 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 not right. Uh, He's outside though. He is outside. You're, that scene you're kind of skipping ahead to. Them. Yeah,
0: because I just I can't. So I don't know what, what happens. What, what happens order. is they're they're
1: they're finally starting to get worried about Granny. You know, they get done with their bath. The girlfriend and and Chris, they get done with their bath. They're starting to worry about Granny. They're like, okay, well, let's call the cops. They go to call the cops. Phone's cut. Phone's okay. dead. Right. And they're like, oh shit, phone's dead. So Chris and his girlfriend go back outside, and their car is gone. And they're like, it's smashed in a, in a ravine like 20 feet from here. What the hell's going on? And they're like, okay, oh, that's yeah. it. We're so that walking. Means, we're, so we're... That means
0: comatose zombie brain-dead Ricky Canal apparently drive a car. Hotwire
1: car. Yeah. Yeah, and smash it, you know, drive it off a cliff. So he they, they say, okay, let's we're just going to hoof it. We're just going to walk to the highway and try and get help. Uh, Chris gets a old gun, and they're like, okay, here we go. We're going to go. Yeah. Uh, they start walking, and that's when –
0: no, don't. they, No, is it? Do they start walking? Or because I thought one of them said, "No, I'm staying here. I'm not." Didn't she's like? No, they
1: they all went together. Because yeah, it's Laura's being a bitch again. She's like, yeah. "I'm staying here." Yeah, that's what I'm they're saying. They're like, like, "No, we're all leaving together." Like, I'm
0: not leaving here. And yeah, that's. They, I remember they her finally being all dead.
1: leave together, and they're walking down the street, and that's when Bill Mosley pops out and surprises uh, Chris, and they have a tussle. He drops his gun, and they fight, and it's it's such a shitty, stupid. Fight. Because Chris is. is a big dude and Bill Mosley is skinny.
0: Skinny. And again, like I said, been brain dead, comatose, right? He can barely move. He crashes into him for movie. like a, He goes in for like a tackle and he just. Just basically just
1: puts his hand on his, like, Bill Mosley puts his hand on Chris's face and just slowly pushes him to the ground. It's yes. so <laughs> lame. Yeah. It's so lame. It's like what you do to, like, your your nephew or something when they get on you, like, hey, I'm going to play. He's like, get off me. <laughs> just shove your face down on the ground. Just shoves, just slowly shoves his face to the ground. Gets on top of him and has a steak knife.
0: Yeah, I don't, where got, I don't know where he got the knife from, but yeah, it's he had like a, a knife
1: now. It's like a knife from a diner, you know, like yeah. a small steak it's knife. not a big knife. He does the lamest, slowest little stab into the left upper part of his chest. Yeah. One eh. I mean, yeah. and it's a eh. Yeah. It's the lamest looking stab. Chris goes, Ah! Starts <laughs> spitting up blood, seemingly dead. Yes. That's when the girls run away. Yes. And the psychiatrist pulls up. Yeah,
0: doctor pulls up, yeah. gets out car, and he's like, Ricky, Ricky, hey, easy there, buddy. It's like he's trying to talk to like a like a dog you don't want to run. He's like, hey there, boy. Easy. Easy, buddy. Tell easy. Me here, buddy.
1: Easy, easy. Come here. You want some snacks? You want a snack?
0: <laughs> give me a snack. Yeah. And Ricky's like... Ugh, uh. And he's so... So Ricky starts walking up to the doctor. Doctors walk up to Ricky. And the doctor's got his hand. I think he might have a gun or something. No, he's playing like the... the oh, that's right. He's got a tape. He's got one with like little tiny... Uh, cassettes. Yeah, recorders. And yeah. he's playing back like a... A, a session, session between
1: Laura and him. Yeah, and So he can hear Laura's voice. Yeah. And I think the only thing Bill Moseley does say... Bill Mosley does say is he does go... Laura, yeah, from time to time, yeah, he does.
0: He does go, yes. So he walks over to the dock and no surprise, kills just, him, kills stabs him in the stomach a few times again, super easy. And like, it's so I lame. Say super easy, it's like it's it's gonna be the super easiest thing to avoid getting right. killed by this guy. He's so slow and so stiff, it's like, and he's, he's he can be so easily avoided. He's
1: got no qualms about what he's, he's gonna do. You know, you know, he's going to hurt you yeah. and he's moving
0: very slowly. That's one reason the why this is one of the most on probably the least intimidating killer in any slash I've ever seen. Cause he's so slow, so stiff, so brain. It's like Bra- basically brain basically brain dead. There's nothing scary about this guy. Right. Like you're looking like, Oh, let me, if I can walk more than two miles an hour, I can avoid this guy because that's all you got to do. And so yeah, doctor's dead. Um, and the, the Ricky, girls
1: get back to the house. Yeah. The girls barricade the door and they're in the middle of saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to call and smash. Bill Mosley comes smashing through the back window. Yeah. that just,
0: Now so he's got like energy just and crashes
1: he, like, through move. Um, yeah. Just explodes the door. And then. The girls kind yeah, of yeah they, they go they they, they, there's a little cat and mouse they're hiding and you know Laura's trying to help or Jerry's trying to help Laura around because yeah. she's blind so they go in this room there's a great shot of like blue light which is pretty good
0: blue light and.
1: Uh, Jerry goes creeping trying to find him but of course Bill Moseley's there kills her stabs her a few times in the stomach she's dead along comes fucking Laura
0: well hold on a like um Bill Moseley she doesn't get wait no they split up for some reason yeah
1: Laura goes upstairs with Jerry and Jerry's like let me you know I thought I heard something let me go look and you know she keeps she tells Laura to stay she goes into, I guess what's the bedroom. She goes into
0: a bedroom, looks underneath and there, the bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she gets grabbed. That's right. And, and that's right. underneath the bed. That like, actually looked pretty cool. Yeah, that actually mm-hmm. looked pretty good. And and, and she just gets dragged underneath the bed.
1: Don't see her. You don't yeah. see what
0: happens. She's gone. And then it comes more cat and mouse with, with uh with Ricky and, and Laura. Uh again, she I think tries to hide in a bathroom or something. But he I know he breaks through a door at some point. Yeah, she walks
1: into the room where Jerry was. She, kill or drug under the bed and she goes i can feel you in here and you can see him in the corner so yeah. he's right there but of course she's blind she discovers the dead body and yeah, that's when the chase blood.
0: the chase begins yeah and uh yeah, at some point ricky does break through a door which is like again i don't care like he hasn't done anything almost now he's breaking through doors like
1: slapping on doors before like limp Again, like, he, like <laughs> yeah. the,
0: the limp wreck like the original old zombies like you barely yeah eh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like now he's like breaking down doors, like Jason or something like that. Or more important, like like a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Bam, going going through doors. Yeah. Um,
1: she goes. So, to, so Laura goes on a chase. She runs downstairs to the. She basement. She ends
0: up down to the basement, where ah, this gets so just so dumb, mm-hmm. so fucking dumb. I, at one point, you think maybe, maybe they do something more with this telepathic link or like these power she's supposed they to have. They keep hinting at they it hand, hinting and hinting okay, at it. She gets and in the Nothing ever hiding. happens with it. She tries Okay, she tries to hide. And then she has like a spiritual like Jedi Obi-Wan <sighs> force ghost conversation with her dead grandma. Yes. Grandma, she hears her grandma voice and we see grandma like sitting in like alive and sitting down like, like knitting something. Or, I thought she was like taking care of
1: okra. You
0: know, like you got, like a bowl of yeah. like green something, <laughs> and she's just sitting in the camera's like up
1: on her face, like de-stemming spinach or something. And she's
0: like, Laura, use your power. Use your you're po- so powerful. No one can touch you. No one can hurt you. Use your power. Yes, you're, you're so special. And she's like, Grandma, thank you. I love you, Grandma. And like, and that's what, I'm like, I'm like, what? What? Okay, so may, okay, so now she's going to become like Professor Axe, Jean Grey. Are we going to see like a Friday 13th Part 7 type right. showdown here? I'm like, okay. Which also came out in the late 80s. Yes. Maybe <laughs> Maybe this will have some redeeming ending. Maybe. Okay. No. Nope. And fuck, nothing fucking happened. All she, she does is stumble
1: through the dark and discovers dark. Grandma's dead body. <laughs> yeah,
0: she bumps into Grandma's dead body, which is hanging from a noose, like from a rafter. Then she like tries to... She stands there in the dark. She, she she does take her cane and or something and, and smash out the lights so it's yeah. dark. So she falls rich.
1: into this giant pile of empty cardboard boxes that yes. happen to be there so yeah. conveniently. And like a broom handle falls down. Yeah, There's a broom handle. Yeah, she <clears throat> takes the broom handle. Down comes Bill Mosley, And she knocks the – I guess she bumps into the light with a stick and then knocks the light yes. bulb, making it dark. But boy, is it well lit still. It's still very
0: well lit. And she's like, now it's even. But the thing <laughs> is like she stands there in the dark. And she stands there, and Ricky's coming, and she stands there. And then, I guess she she thinks it's a smart idea. She's going to try to make a, a make, a, make a break for it. <laughs> a blind woman's going to try to make a break through this cluttered basement. So much shit on the floor. And first of all, she doesn't, like, really wait for Ricky to move or give it because she basically just runs right, right into him. him. Like, it's the worst constant like it's but i kind kind of went she is blind she is i get it but it's like man you just did not wait
1: her ears were just a little off she misjudged no daredevil yeah no (laughs) no she is
0: not (laughs) so ricky just grabs her like throws her to the floor takes the broomstick smashes it like you know a baseball player over his knee yeah like like,
1: like when bo jackson would strike out yeah smash yeah thank
0: you (laughs) um and then like and throws him on the th- floor, yeah. and then she she says now all of a sudden she has balls like she's been scared. She she, she like, grips gets like one of the pe- broken pieces of uh, uh, the broomstick. Says so like all right, come and get me, Ricky. Or like or, you know she suddenly now she's suddenly a badass. She's like all of a sudden out of nowhere. This is her
1: grandma power.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ricky basically takes a step forward and then just basically kills himself. Well, he just falls on top of the the broom the pointy splintered broomstick like a knight falling on a sword or like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the end in, at the end of End of Days where he throws himself onto the sword to kill himself that's what happens she doesn't stab him there's no struggle he does like I, I don't it's it's unfathomable like if you watch it it literally looks like he, he just, just like fell
1: on it like, like he, he just like
0: oh let me just kill myself like, let, let fall me just, my sword ugh. yeah he doesn't even tr- I've lost my mind that this is how this ends. like, what? Was- so there's no struggle. He doesn't grab her. There's no accidents. He just kills himself is what this is.
1: So before that happened, though, that's when Chris comes back. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, about- yeah Chris, Chris comes, comes back. Chris comes back, and he's like, hey... Chrome Dome, and shoots him pretty fucking yes. close in the point chest. Point blank range with a shotgun. With a shotgun, which knocks him way back. I forgot about. God damn it. And I then he sh- just
0: gets up. Yeah. Just gets up and starts walking ever so slowly. He gets shot point blank range with a double barrel shotgun to the chest, gets up. There's like no, there's like, like even like blood on him or anything that I can remember. Goes over to Chris, grabs a gun, and basically chokes, him, chokes out? him out with the barrel of the gun up against a beam and it looks so bad it's, it looks there's it's another so one of those bad it's another one of those um die too soon strangulations we've seen a lot lately yes we saw it in the fr- in, in silent day night two with the yeah, car in turn. Yeah. he just like touched the girl's neck and she was <laughs> dead and it's, it's not as bad as that one but he dies way too quickly from being like i think he just choked
1: out i'm just gonna stick with that yeah he just lost consciousness and then
0: he goes and kills himself yeah, basically
1: then, then he goes and throws himself i, I wish
0: i didn't get that out of order sorry guys that's okay yeah
1: no worries we got it
0: so he's dead <laughs> he kills himself <laughs> it's basically dead um i don't there might be some epilogue here with the cop showing the cop does it uh lieutenant kindly robert Pope. he does show finds the uh, doctor's body with his now, he's not just been stabbed, but like his intestines are hanging out of him. Right. So he's been like eviscerated too, which we didn't see that happen. Um, I guess- and the doctor's
1: still alive,
0: and he like comes up and gives him. Oh like yeah. A,
1: he's like as smart as like, hey doc, doesn't look like you're getting Christmas dinner tonight. And he's yeah. like, and he's just like, don't be such a jerk. Yeah. And he dies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He it does. As far as lies, it's it some weird like this. Like don't don't do that. <laughs> don't be, don't so be a mean dick or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or don't do
1: it. Or yeah. It was so strange. And something. then he it know. takes him like. A good 30 seconds to finally die. He's like, uh, 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 okay, more screen time. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> then he dies. That, uh, like his death scene's longer than Ricky's. Yeah. Um. So I guess. Then I, they, they show uh, the, the detective. Uh, they show people carrying out a body. They don't show if it's Chris or Ricky. Yeah, and so they, they go, the, the hey, character if we get him to the, if if we him to the ICU, we can save you him. Save this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't know if it's Chris or Ricky.
0: I assumed it was Ricky. I did too. I, mean, I assumed it was Ricky.
1: The, the detective came right over to Laura then and said, you know, you're going to be okay? And yeah. she's like, I don't know. We'll see. Well, it
0: also makes more sense for him to say, say because th- that's what the doctors say. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. Mm. We can save this guy. And now he's going to be back in his coma or something like that. Back
1: is... for number four. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, that, yeah, I assumed it was Ricky too. Laura's sitting on the ambulance and she gets- Looks at the
1: screen says, Merry Christmas. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah, she- so she says it to the. She looks at, at the screen. And says, but she's talking to uh, the detective to the, the Robert Culp. It says Merry Christmas, and the ambulance, You see the ambulance drive driveway as the as it cross fades into a close up of, of Ricky's face with that stupid fishbowl and brain water sloshing around wearing says, a tux wearing a tuxedo We're- with a bow tie <laughs> now thank you for that fact like, I would hold, have forget- like holding a drink like yeah. holding a martini or something but he's in a full tuxedo chrome dome everything looks at the camera and says and a happy new year and gives like a weird drooly smile <laughs> fade to black roll, roll the creds. credits that's fucking silent night deadly night three in a nutshell i know we probably skipped a lot but there's a lot also that doesn't happen in the middle there so i think we got most of it pretty well yeah Uh, you got the gist of it it's a god damn this movie uh with that said though we do we will move on to uh favorite kills
1: don't act like you didn't love it
0: favorite kill Alright Aaron, favorite kill. How can we even pick I one? know? I don't know either. There's I don't know. So
1: many of them that are off screen. Almost all of them. Almost up. all of them. Almost all of them are off screen. Yeah. And the ones that are, are on screen are pathetic. 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 Just awful.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I don't even know where to start. i st-
0: normally I let you I'll start this. My favorite is just it's it's fucking Ricky's. He just yeah. kills himself and I'm like, think okay, he's the movie's dead, movie's the movie's over. over. <laughs> That's my favorite kill, and I, I'm just bamboozled by the fact of how they shot that. Where he just like, yeah, I'm done, I'm killing myself. Yeah, because that's exactly how it, it sure looks. sure looks like it. That's yeah. exactly what it looks like. Yeah,
1: there there was a kill we missed. I just realized uh, the gas station attendant. I guess Ricky killed him, cut off his head and stuff. Oh him yeah, like... yeah, the, yeah,
0: yeah. I forgot. About, yeah, but that and that's a again, good again off screen. Off screen, but the severed head effect looks good. Yeah, he stuck his head on on, on, on this, the on desk, desk. There's yeah. a pool of blood. Um and that was actually a good looking severed head. I'm sure it was just the head, you know, the whole guy just sitting underneath desk. Yeah, I'm sure it's that <laughs> yeah. chick, But it looked good. We've right. seen a lot, could have been a lot worse. Uh, just forget that one. Yeah. yeah, I'm still going Ricky because it ended the movie. You know, I
1: think I'm gonna go with that too. Uh, because I was just it, it looked pretty good too. Like in the impalement through the body didn't look bad. No. and it was like, and eh, we're done.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. No real. Uh. No. Nothing fancy here. Just let's end this shit. All right, let's move on to odds and ends. Hey there, Puddins.
1: Not only did Mr. M and Mr. A watch this movie, they researched
0: it too. And they say I'm the crazy one. All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, there is no official thermometer score, but it has a 13% audience score. Uh, Amazon, now, this is hard to say for Amazon because the reviews that are there are for the box set movie collection that Uh, this comes in and not just the movie movie by itself, but the collection is a 4.3 out of five for the, for the four movie collection Uh, plot keywords. There were 37 Um, nudity, female nudity, female front of nudity, murder of a nude woman, killer Santa Claus, which are really, you know, sort in the flashbacks, Um, sex bone saw, and, which I think that's what he uses to kill Santa with when he wakes up. Which oh, saw. Yeah. And then, there, we didn't mention it in, the, in, uh, in, the, uh, in our go-through, but there is a shit ton of plot placement for Pepsi in this movie. And so Pepsi <laughs> and Pepsi Cola are also plot keywords. <laughs> Everybody's drinking Pepsi. There's Pepsi cans everywhere. Pepsi vending machines. Yeah, it's all over. Um, so, that's, that's that. Moving on to trivia for this week. There's a few things I was able to pick up on. Uh, One of this movie was largely rushing to production. The original script was discarded and rewritten within one week, which explains why it's so shitty and forced. Um, Starting in March of 1989, principal photography had finished by the end of April. Editing was done in May, and the movie was first screened at a film festival in July. Uh, Dr. Newberry's assistant is played by Melissa Hellman, the daughter of director Monty Hellman. She also reportedly assisted her father with the final draft of the script. Uh, the original screenplay of the movie was written by producer Arthur Gorson and S.J. Smith. Uh, Monty Hellman disliked the screenplay however, and with Gorson's permission, hired Ricks Weiner to write a completely new screenplay. This was further revised by Hellman himself, his daughter Melissa Hellman, and Stephen Gatos. The rejected script by Gorson and Smith would, uh, would eventually go on to form the basis of what eventually became Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, the the movie at the gas station employee was watching on TV is called The Terror from 1963 which was also directed by Monty Hellman. Yeah, they showed supposedly. that for a long time. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh director Monty Hellman attended a screening of the movie in 2000 in July 2008 at the Alamo Draft House in Austin, Texas where he said he thought it was, was it was his best work, although not his best movie, which I don't know, that's mm. kind of counter degree but yeah. whatever. Um So the scene where Ricky wakes up and kills the hospital, Santa was originally filmed with... uh, uh, I already talked about that. that, um, Only thing is that uh, when director Monty Hellman originally saw the scene, filmed it, um, the scene came across as overly mean spirited, and on the last day of filming, he reshot the scene with Hellman himself now playing Santa while drinking ad-libbing crude jokes to make his demise seem less cruel. Um, So, I guess... Because the Santa Claus wasn't- You don't
1: want to kill Santa. He's so jolly. Yeah, so oh, I, oh, they need a reason,
0: oh. I guess, to make Santa a little more of a dick. So yeah. He makes, um, and that's, that's all I could.
1: Should have been like elves, man. Yeah. You know, giving people the bird and doing
0: lines of Coke. Exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, Coke, Santa was the best. All right, moving on to the five-star reviews. Five stars? Five stars? These loonies must be crazier than I am. Lock them up! All right, like I said earlier, this re- the reviews on Amazon are for the four box movie collection, four movie box collection, not, and not just for Saturday Night Dead Night 3. So I can't really do anything from there. So that means once again, I had to go comb through the novels that are the IMDb oh boy. reviews. So I wrote down three because goddamn, all of them are so fucking long, and I didn't even want to read half of them because I didn't want to spend an hour reading through page long <laughs> reviews. Um, so from Utgard14. Who gives a two out of 10, by the way. Yes. We'd better, we'd better all watch out, watch out for the terrible acting in this terrible series of slasher fix. After the abysmal part two, I can't believe anyone thought that silent night, deadly night series needed to continue. And I kind of agree with that, but it was the eighties and crappy movies like these were very popular on home video. This time the killer Santa, Ricky Codwell is awakened from a coma naturally turns to killing people. There's also a blind psychic with a telepath connection to killer. His, her brother is an awesome perm and loves denim. They take a trip to see the grandmother and find Ricky instead. Uh, Samantha Scully is one of the worst actresses that ever lived. It's not surprising that her career was so brief. What is surprising is that her career didn't end with her first audition. <laughs> She's exceptionally bad in this. Consider yourself warned. The movie is somewhat notable for being directed by co-director Monty Hellman, who does manage to imbue the film with more quirky weirdness than most 80s slashers. is also noticeable for a nice Laura Herring nude scene. Robert Cope. Robert Culp had bills to pay, I guess, so he's the detective with one, memorably <laughs> awful scene discussing the merits of a car phone with his partner. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a dull, chore movie to see it through. Even the most avid slasher fan, the acting is incompetent, the pace sluggish, the kills unimaginative, and we can thank God, we can thank the good people at Regu Regu for the blood used in this. Avoid unless you really like garbage. And don't forget, it's Piru, not Peru, which is the city where Granville uh, lived. Yeah. It. Um, they did make mention of that. Yes uh from joe star the actress playing laura in this flick is quote unquote my kid is that face a beautiful way to open a movie or what i recommend the opening shot i've seen the entire film only once but i can come back but i can come back to it again to see it's only dot 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 beauty weird weird, weird. Yeah. yeah like what quote unquote my kid <laughs> yeah qu- not my kid just quote unquote my kid huh how many stars didn't give a star oh. at least not i i miss it then but so that's weird that's creepy yeah very creepy and la- creepy christmas to that guy yeah and lastly from Maisie skinner the original saturday night, Day night was one of the better and more well-constructed slasher films of the 80s but it Spawned, but what if spawned has been no less than god-awful. While Silent Night, Dead Night Part 2 was no prize, it still had a few inspired moments and laugh-out-loud campy elements to make it keep one's interest. Silent Night, Dead Night 3 takes itself as seriously as a heart attack, yet features a telepathic killer with a giant fishbowl on his head for the entire runtime of the movie. Yes, Ricky Fart Part 2 wasn't killed at the end of that film, but taken to asylum, where he's been dormant long enough to shapeshift into a completely different actor <laughs> and wears a strange device to protect his brain from leaking out question mark. It's never really made clear. He's developed a strange telepathic link with the world's surliest and most unlikable blind girl. And he breaks out and goes after her and her family. Slasher film sequels are known for nutty, ridiculous concepts of Saturday Night day night three. Is it isn't unique in this regard where it is unique is the sloppy and lethargic execution. Everyone involved in this film seems to have been tranquilized before they arrived on set. And for such a short film, which is not short, it's basically average. It sure does move at a snail's pace. Sure, the Destiny should should be the film Saving Grace, but even those feel like they came from an edited for TV print and have no impact whatsoever. Uh, I think she gave like a two or three two stars two or something like that. Ugh, yeah,
1: Dude, she she nailed it there saying everyone basically phoned it in. Yeah. No one had any like passion. No one was really giving it their all. I mean, you muted Bill Mosley. I mean, he, yeah. he did Texas Two where he was chop top before this. We've seen him be really great and really captivating the screen and being really crazy and weird. And you have him going for the whole movie. Yeah. Like what, what, why did you use him? Why didn't you, you could use anybody else. I know he's a name, but yeah, exactly. if you're going to
0: use him, use his strengths, not his. If you want to have a, like, yeah, if you want to somebody just be a silent goon of care, get somebody who at least more physically opposing than. Right. Because Cause Ricky a... was a big dude. I mean, he wasn't like giant, but no, he was but like cut. Yeah. He was, he yeah. was these, beefy. intimidating. It, he was yeah, yeah. Was like he'd be, be a guy I wouldn't want to mess with. Yeah, and Bill Moses looks like a sickly old man. Like really not old, but like he's he does. He actually looks surprisingly old. He just, does. You know, he, yeah, for some for as young as he was. He's when real made pale. It. Yeah, yeah. And he's gaunt and just yeah, he does not look good. Um, so that's what, that's their thoughts. Our like, just regular our final thoughts and, and close this shit out. Uh, Aaron, go ahead, take it away.
1: <laughs> it was the late eighties, early nineties. Um, it's. <laughs> It seemed like this is that time when horror movies were going towards, or or a lot of a lot of uh, I guess movies or avant-garde were going towards like Twin Peaks or X Files or things of that nature. Um, and it seemed to kind of follow cut from that same cloth, where they took themselves very serious, slow development, psychic abilities, you know, something a little more secret and weird. It sucked. Yeah, it really did. It did not. It did not work out. I'm. I would be. I would. Be, I'm interested to hear if David Lynch has actually seen this movie, considering he casted <laughs> three three people. people yeah. three people from this for his uh, for Twin Peaks, two for Twin Peaks and one for Mulholland Drive. Yeah, I'm very curious. And there is definitely some David Lynchian feeling to this movie, but not in a good way. So I'm saying so bad it's scary. And it, Silent Night, Deadly Night one and two were fun. They were fun. The Santa Claus killer going around saying, naughty, punish, weird, great kills, weird quips, you know, cheesy dialogue. And those were fun. And they took all of that away from this movie. None. They left none. It's it's like Santa Claus coming down the chimney and someone already ate your cookies. You know, fuck. Just it. Those stockings were not hung with care. So bad it's scary.
0: The stockage for fill was shit, is what yeah. would happen. Like, stock, Stan came down a chimney and just filled your stockage with shit in just this movie. unloaded um, in there. Uh, hundred percent agree. So bad, scary. And I, I, you did, you really nailed it right when you said like everything about the first movies They just took away from this one. And Grant, I did not like number two. You can listen to my, you know, my theories on, on it from our past. Go back and listen to those episodes. But like I said earlier, I would still rather watch that again than this one. At least it still was somewhat connected more to the first movie. It was one point five. Other, <laughs> other than like just having the character's name be Ricky, there's really no connection other than that one flashback scene of, of where they showed from number one again that any links any of this to the previous two movies. Exactly, and it's just, it's, it's, it's might as well not even be that. It's just it's terrible in every possible way. It, the writing is bad. The acting's bad. The dialogue it, it's just uninspired and lazy. I feels like. I don't know what the hell they were doing with this uh, sci-fi fishbowl brain thing that they didn't. Like, okay, if they're gonna do something with that like f- hash it out some more, like focus more on that. Maybe, maybe okay. If you're gonna go fucking whack-a-doodle here, go all in <laughs> wackadoodle. Give say that he's now got like fucking weird ass psychic mental powers and that he's like killing people by using telekinetics or, or zapping people with like brain lightning or, or something. <laughs> brain lightning. Like, like lasers or like <laughs> lightning shoots off that antenna on the top of his head for no other reason. Like, do something really out there if you're gonna go this route. Because, other than like, why does he even have this dome? Like, other than just having a dumbass crazy. like, hey, no, know would be cool? Let's just have his brain and have a fishbowl on his head. Cause that's the only reason they're there. If, if you're I gonna go get, other than just for some stupid aesthetic reason, that makes zero sense. If you're gonna go wacky, make it fun! Make it yeah. incorporated into the story, the character, but it's not. It's just there, which makes it look even stupider because it's not there's no purpose behind it in the first place. Uh, so yeah, like there could have been maybe something there. Like, maybe Wes Craven could have done something like that, you know, maybe worth it or something more crazy. Well, I mean, kind of like maybe sure. like a shocker, as like, you know, sure, he got sure. a little wacky. Yeah. Or like, you know, like I said, like, you have a girl with telepathic powers. Do more with that. She was supposed to be powerful. Use your use the force, Right. Laura. And that, nothing happens. Nothing does nothing. it. She doesn't.
1: She used a broken stick.
0: So it's like they just <laughs> threw all that out the window and did nothing. Um. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. So bad, scary. Don't watch this one. I shudder to think about how bad four and five are going to be when we get to those next year. <laughs> um, but who knows? Maybe it's going to be like, maybe at that point they've given up on the Billy Ricky. story and it's like, you know what? It's just, we're just going to use a name. We're going to use a name. And, yeah. and it's going to be a whole new, whole new thing. I bet that's what that's, happens. I'm thinking yeah. that's what happens too. You know. Um, and... <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Yeah. I hope you guys were able to sit through this. I know it wasn't a typical normal episode, but hopefully we didn't fuck it up too bad. And we're still somewhat entertained for you guys. um, like I said, we got Christmas a few days away, um, Then, which is on a Wednesday. So we should be able to be back next week, after ab- the weekend after Christmas. Um, hopefully, I'm not going to say it is because things fucking change. Every time I say it on here, we end up getting fucked up. But hopefully, we will, since it's still technically December, we will close out December with an, one last Christmas horror movie. Because uh, Christmas is right in the middle of the weekend. So right. we can... Um, and then we'll move on to 2020 for who knows what. Good
1: God. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Merry Christmas, all the moon Merry moons out there. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Really, really appreciate it. Always
0: went too bad for you guys. Yeah, I want to it. say
1: Merry Christmas to the samples, to Coffee Doug, to uh, the guys at the Spook, uh, to Here Comes the Spooky podcast, Cincinnati Nachos Jeff and Nachos the, McWerewolf. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much guys. And um, also,
0: you know, I want to say, well, I'll say a Merry Christmas and a big, big, big thank you to all of our Patreons out there, uh, who have been donating and, and sending us information, uh, you know, su- suggestions and ideas. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, which reminds me, if you're not a patron, you want, want to uh, be a patron, help support show. You, we would love that. I know holidays is a little tight. So we understand, but anything you can, can do to help. When you get that appreciate. Christmas money. Um, yeah, when you get yeah we get money. your Christmas money. Christmas money. Um, also, uh, we mentioned it, I think, uh, last episode, which was two weeks ago now. But um, we were think, thinking about doing a, um, a and A Q&A bonus episode, some bonus kind of the Q and A. So if you guys have any questions, uh, pretty much anything, it can be horror movie related really about the show, it can be about anything. I don't if you just want to ask them some stupid questions, uh, feel free to send us some questions. And if we get enough, we'll do a whole episode with uh, yeah. a Q and A where we answer all your, all your listeners' questions about anything, whatever, and who knows what. So you can send those questions to our Instagram page or Facebook page or email directly to us at uh, SoBadItScary at gmail.com. And uh, when we get enough in, we'll do an episode. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. And remember, watch more horror movies and always keep it tight.